Okie dokie, we're live. Good to go. Okay, so Anna and Adrian, thanks very much for joining me on the Strong Startup Podcast. I think you guys are going to be like the third or fourth uh, podcast episode. So it's, uh, I think it's probably one of the most appropriate ones so far uh, because you both work at Untenema uh, 2 with the international team. And I think today you're going to talk a, bit, a little bit about the Erasmus uh, for Young Entrepreneurs program. So I think the topic is absolutely perfect for the audience that we're targeting with the podcast. So obviously we focus mostly on very early stage young entrepreneurs that want to get their ideas off the ground. And I heard a lot about the Erasmus program and there's also the Erasmus Plus Plus program. A few of my colleagues, I think, have actually applied for these type of programs uh, as researchers in the past to help them kind of travel around Europe. And so I'm really excited to hear because I don't really know too much about the Erasmus for Young Entrepreneurs program. So it's perfect. And I must say, uh, definitely at the beginning, you're showing me up with uh, your lovely posters in the background. I think I have to get my own posters now. <laughs> Looks super professional, very good. The office is open again. We're getting back to normal from COVID-19. So it's perfect. Cool. So uh, I think just to begin, maybe you could each like introduce yourselves a little bit. I know you, of course, but just for everyone else to, to make sure they understand who you are and uh, what exactly you do with uh, the international team at Entrenement Tool. Uh, thanks a lot, Alan. And uh, of course, uh, good job on the podcast. It's like really good, a strong uh, startup. Thanks. I really like it. Um, well, uh, I'm Adrian. I work here at Entrenement Tool. I like work a few steps away from Alan. So, really? Yeah, man, he's <laughs> me. And well, I've been working here like since January, um, and this for me is like the other side of like what what I what I've experienced in my life, because before this, I used to work in like a small startup for uh, surfboards. It's like a sort of e-commerce and e-commerce. So it's nice to get to see like the other side, and like my background is actually like marketing. So this is, uh, it's, it's like being a very good experience for me right now. Uh, I wonder if Anna wants to add in. Okay, that's cool, Adrian. Thanks very much. Yeah, Anna, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Thanks, Alan, for having us. Um, very happy about that. Yeah, being part of your podcast. And yeah, I'm working for Team International since April now. And so I didn't meet you in person, Alan, yet, but I'm looking forward to this. Virtual team. handshake only. <laughs> Virtual <laughs> handshake. Yeah. And um, at, yeah, before I was part of this team, I got in touch with entrepreneurship um, during my studies. But um, actually, I'm very interested in innovation and um, new technology. So I like the global environment. Um, and now I'm very surprised and yeah, curious about my new yeah, work here um, for Team International. And today, we want to give you some insights of what we are doing and also for our listeners here on the podcast. Super. Sounds great. So I think for full disclosure, um, actually, Adrian, you were working on another project, right? Which was like a video, I think, uh, promoting like a startup or something. Yeah. Think, yeah. Because yes. I, I wanted to mention it because, you know, your background in marketing is quite important because that was actually the same time when I started to make my videos. And mm -hmm. I used a lot of like working with you and trying to help a little bit as much as I could uh, to be able to like start up everything. So it's actually quite a quite appropriate that you're here. 
So uh, us working together on that, that little video that you're going to create soon um, kind of kicked off everything for me a few months ago. So yeah, it was uh, like uh, parallel ideas, sort of. And I mean, I had this idea for the project to do a sort of success story in a different way because usually it's like a, in a written format. Yeah. But come on, I think it would be like nicer to see the person, them talking and all that. But of course, like one of the side effects of the situation is that we can't actually visit uh, people. Yeah. So that project sort of like uh, turned into something else. And now we're sort of like doing a sort of a success, not sort of success story, like a follow up on how they're working during this COVID-19 situation. Uh, what, um, what have they found out about themselves while working in this? Uh, what are their like solutions? So hopefully I, I'm still going to make a video. I've, I already made a short one about a, an entrepreneur, and now I'm going to do one about the, the person I was going to do last time when I was talking with you. It's going to be different, but yeah. That's good. I think it's adapted more for the times, right? So it's oh. like more relevant for people to hear about how startups are changing a little bit, right? Well, we've all had to like adapt our plans at the end of the day, right? Exactly. exactly. Hence why Anna and I haven't met in person yet. <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. So I think our, our offices are kind of more or less starting to open bit by bit. So I'm sure in the next few weeks, it'll be really cool to be able to meet you. And uh, I would love to hear more when we meet in person about your entrepreneurial background and your studies as well. Absolutely. Okay, cool. And yes, yeah, so I think we can kick things off. Maybe you could give us a little bit of insight into what you guys do. I mean, you sit across from me in the office when well, when we used to be in the office. Uh, so I know a little bit about some of the activities you do, but um, I think anyway, it would still be really good for everyone to get a little bit of insight about, you know, maybe how they could engage with Team International or the specific type of events or programs that you run. And um, so, yeah, I don't know, Anna or Adrian, if one of you would like to give a little overview um, of what exactly Team International does, that would be super. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I start and if Adrian wants to add something, Please. <laughs> yeah, um, Team International is, is very interesting and they have several topics and um, in a whole we can say we act like an ambassador of international topics within the Unternehmertum ecosystem and yeah, we offer international programs, we have a lot of contacts and partners, for example, important startup hubs all over the world. Um, yeah, these are, this is um, the contact side and on the other hand we welcome several international delegations. This could be del um, representatives from industry, politics or also science. Um, yeah, the third thing is we offer an international event, it's called the Entrepreneurs' Night. It's twice a year and with approximately 200 participants, various guests from other countries and also startups from other countries. So they get a platform to pitch their idea, their business ideas. And yeah, for me, it would be very interesting that I will um, be part of the first remote Entrepreneurs' Night in July. And I think perhaps Adrian can add some insights of the past uh, Entrepreneurs' Night, which um, took place in person or on site in Munich. Well, uh, fortunately, since uh, Anna came like after the last keynote, she didn't get to experience it live. 
but we'll, like we'll see what kind of like creative solutions will come up for the next one, which will be um, Enight is sort of like a, a celebration on smart cities. So we choose one of the cities in the world. Last one was Paris. And we just sort of like try to see what the startups are like. Um, what are they trying to do to solve the daily problems in the cities? So anywhere from like, how do you collect your garbage or like, uh, what do we do to um, uh, some, some of the stuff for like collecting water, you know, to reuse for the, for the trees and all that. So it's quite interesting. Um, and Enite would be for startup like a, a good way, a good platform to jump through the next phase for them, definitely. I think it's a massive platform, right? Because um, mm. do you record the videos as well normally or is there like some kind of a publicity for the startups afterwards? So, Not yet, but I think it's planned for this time. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, we want to record it. Be a re recorded version for the next. Yeah, time. and okay. perhaps you already heard about the new format U Talk of Utanimatum. Yes. And we also plan to be part of the U Talk series afterwards, so that the Q and A session or the pitches can be um, watched afterwards. Oh, cool! That's gonna be really awesome. Yeah. So getting back to the the last uh, the last you know because I got a chance to be there actually so you were pretty much all hands on deck Adrian uh, managing the whole registrations <laughs> running around everything yeah with a, with a microphone for for the Q and A yeah, yeah. A little bit. and before that we were like bring all the beers put inside the very important you gotta have the beers yeah <laughs> it is Germany after all right <laughs> you can't network without a good beer yeah yeah yeah. But no, honestly, I think it's a, it's a massive platform because uh, I remember the quality of, of those startups that were presenting. There was one guy, I think, from somewhere in Scandinavia that was like doing uh, easily um, easily manufactured houses, I think, like kind of like so sustainable mod living, right? Module houses where you can just like house, wherever right. you want. And of course, the uh, we do want to promote these kinds of uh, solutions since like cities are getting bigger and bigger and problems will also get bigger. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah, that's it. That's really cool. So the format basically is like it's kind of like a networking style event. Uh, do the teams arrive a little bit in advance to be able to like explore the ecosystem in Munich? Well, uh, of course, there's like a lot of work behind the scenes before the actual e night. So like for that day, we invited all of the all of the startups to come like around twelve. You know, have have a lunch, show them around the city, and also like talk about. Uh, about themselves and and what we expect to happen in the e night. Right. But uh, unfortunately, that day, uh, I think it was very there was a lot of snow, so some of them got st stuck in Stuttgart, maybe I think, and only one of them actually managed to to reach the the lunch. So it was just like we was we were just showing this one person uh, the whole like uh, wow. yeah, it's like the 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 premium tour, right? One on one. <laughs> VIP. <laughs> yeah, VIP. That's crazy. And mm. um, I actually wanted to say one thing, which is why the reason I remember the Enite so well is that there was one team, I don't know whether they won a prize or anything there, but they were a very interesting startup. Um, I think it's called Orpur. It's like a French startup that developed these super cool uh, masks. But it was actually before, because like, they got like 2.5 million investment in like December last year. And this last Enite, I think, was February, right? This year yeah. yeah and then they had just presented because i think it was to do with smog and pollution 
and it was like the first fully wearable like sealable mask that had a filter it was comfortable i think they had like an app that was connected so you could see how quickly the uh, filter was being used so when to replace it and i remember that they presented it and one of our, one of my colleagues andy asked a question in the jury and he was like yeah i was going to ask a question about covid-19 but they had just like covid-19 had pretty much just kicked off at that point and bam they had updated their website that morning i think that said, yes, we are like, we, we will protect you against COVID-19. And I was just like, wow, that's like super cool. I like, talk about like perfect timing for their product because I remember checking the website, I was even considering to buy their mask at the time because everything was starting with COVID-19. And of course they were completely sold out, but um, oh. that's a super interesting solution. So I perhaps they knew before. <laughs> maybe they did, I don't know. Who knows, right? It's a conspiracy. But um, yeah, no, it's just super to see those kind of startups where it's like a really yeah, that, and it was like interesting times because um, I mean they did like uh, sell out on the mask, but even so during those times, I think the media was uh, telling us like eh, masks are not so important. You you don't really yeah. need masks, which is like not the case anymore right now. Mm. Yeah. 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 Sure. I visited Japan in December and everybody wears masks and yeah. I was like, oh, I, I won't wear this. Why should I? And now it's so normal and everybody does it in Germany too. Yeah, so, it's a cultural thing in Japan, right? Yeah, Even when you're normally yeah. sick, you would wear a mask so you don't spread it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, it's super cool. I mean, I was even interested about the startup despite of COVID because um, they were super interesting in terms of like, you know, I cycle a bit in Munich and even Munich has a bit of a problem with some of the air quality, depending how close you are to the Autobahn and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was the main purpose of them developing, that was the value proposition, was that you can actually cycle and get around the city like Paris, which has an, also a big issue with air pollution. And you can like make sure that it properly filters the the micro particles and stuff like that in the air so that's ah, cool now that sounds like a fantastic event so i'm really looking forward to seeing uh how everything is going to happen for your first remote one so that's going to be yeah awesome. and be curious about our new guest this year <laughs> yes okay uh, cool little teaser <laughs> the next one well uh if you want to know is singapore oh wow nice yeah. that's yeah, really so cool we know that in advance yeah okay yeah. that's really cool they're, they're a very advanced uh, country in terms of when it comes to tech innovation and stuff like that, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, they've tackled a lot of like uh, their problems, like uh, overpopulation and yeah. uh, their like uh, public transport in very smart ways. Like only 10% of the population has like their own uh, vehicle. The rest like- Wow, 10%? Yeah. That's crazy. But, yeah, so, so they also fixed it. Uh, they incentivize you with taxes not to buy a, uh, a car but yeah yeah no but it's it's a super interesting uh, place to visit as well i had a chance to visit there on the way to australia probably about 10 15 years ago or so but it was a really really interesting country like they were already at that point seems to be uh, far far advanced compared to ireland or, or germany so yeah cool i mean even the airport is like really really nice even 10 15 years ago and yeah for me, I think like they, they tackle a lot of solutions in, in smart ways, I would say. And I mean, they're, they're like the finance center over there. And yeah. it's, yeah, because I'm from Malaysia, I'm half Malaysian. And okay. uh, during those times, like 50 years ago, Singapore was part of Malaysia and then they kicked them out. And now it's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, please come back. <laughs> Crazy, that's pretty cool. So that's gonna be the next one, great. And we'll, we'll put some links in the description so people can find information about uh, the e-nights. And 
I'm sure they can find the event on uh, Eventbrite, yeah. for example, when it's available and on the yes. on yeah. Now the only like thing is like uh, since it's going to be online, this kind of e night is very much like a as I said a celebration style, but it's also a way of like uh, getting uh, a, a networking going. And as you know, like through Zoom, it's not a very efficient way to uh, network with people. So we will have to try and be creative, see how to yeah. get like 200 people like to be able to talk with each other in like a natural and comfortable way. Yeah. Yeah, we're still in the planning phase and yeah, try to figure out how we can make it very interesting and yeah, motivating yeah. to be part of it. Yeah, it, it's, it's a hard thing, right? This transition to fully online. Like, I mean, there's so much potential because we do workshops now online with our teams and stuff. You can do it, but you can't kind of copy and paste, right? It doesn't work from a physical event to an online event. You have to create new tools or, yeah, you have to maybe even overstructure the agenda to make sure that everyone knows where to go and when. And so I, I saw recently that Xpreneurs used a, a new tool called Remo. Uh, which is very interesting. It's it's basically I think you you already know what I mean. You definitely heard it today, Anna. But it's a, it's a basic uh, Zoom tool, except you can see like tables, so kind of like virtual tables where people can network. So um, yeah, I mean there's so many tools like this that are coming out now, which make mm -hmm. online networking a little bit easier because you know when you're in a physical conference, you can see that person that pitched a cool idea over there, and you can like go over to them. This is like a a virtual map of where everyone is and, and who you can interact with. So yeah, that's sure. great. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how how everything goes. I think it's also super interesting to have different cultures. I mean, you're lucky that you work with international uh, startups as well, international teams. So that's yeah. uh, something And this can great. be an opportunity or an advance of the remote session that uh, more regions or countries can be part of it remote. Yeah. And they don't have to come to Munich to be part of the event. Yeah, that's really a massive opportunity, right? It's no longer limited by the number of beers that we can give them. We can just give them unlimited virtual beers. It's perfect. Yeah. No, but that's really <laughs> great. No, it's, it's super because uh, yeah. I think uh, people are seeing that potential like more and more now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So um, now I'd love to talk about the, the, the main, the headline of the podcast for today. So uh, the um, Erasmus program for young entrepreneurs. So how about we can Give us a little bit of information about uh, what exactly is the program and uh, who it's for. Um, that would be super. Okay, yes. um, so basically when we're talking about the I program, we're talking to two sets of people. Well, the I program is what we call it in the business. It's the lingo. So the, the slang, right? E-Y-E, <laughs> e -Y -E, what is it? Erasmus for young entrepreneurs, right? That's it. <laughs> cool. So we're talking about uh, people uh, that want to be new entrepreneurs. You know, they just they they are either studying, they've uh, just finished studying, or they want to like start a startup. And does it have to be just students? Sorry, I'm going to interrupt you a little bit. I hope you don't mind. But does it have to be just students, or is there like a time window within when you finished your studies that you could apply? Oh no, no it could be like anyone that has like a initiative to want to do a startup. It will, I just say like students because next to our building we do have like the the Zoom. Yeah. So we got a lot of applications through there also. And basically like you just want to start a startup, you don't know, you don't have like experience and you want to have like some kind of guide with you. So this is like the program for you. You have to have like less than three years of experience uh, handling a startup, being a founder or being like a co-founder, of course. Right, so it's not for people that are like on the third startup 
had a hundred million exit with Rosh and they're ready to go. It's more oh. for, for people at the at the beginning of the, the journey. No, no, you 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 just a youngling. You you just hatched and you want to like spread your wings. You want to like try it out. And uh, of course, this gives you uh, the opportunity to uh, try it out. And this is where the other set of people, the, the other target comes in, which is the host entrepreneurs. The host entrepreneur will take in this, this young hatchling and he'll guide him through his like, experience, uh, his methods, his know-how. And this person has to have like, more than three years of experience handling a, a startup, having, being a founder, co-founder. And uh, we'll have to have uh, like the motivation to want to give experience and, and give knowledge to other people. Okay, that's really interesting. I actually didn't know that this program would link people directly with like established founders. So that's it's kind of like a mentorship program in a way, right? Yeah. Yeah, but the um, big it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, it's more like a it's a partnership. Yeah, they they are your mentors. They will they will help you and they will guide you. But at the end of the day, these are two entrepreneurs. They have to be sort of in. Uh, equal footing yeah yeah but the the host entrepreneur will like uh, set his business plan right will set his like mentality right and will give you the experience uh, sorry no this i only wanted to add this is the big advantage that we have a lot of partners all over europe and they are part of this erasmus for young entrepreneur program and yeah you can you can be an uh, experienced entrepreneur or a young entrepreneur and you can apply for this program and yeah there is a match matchmaking we support the matchmaking and then there are um, it's a win-win situation for both I think you had uh, yeah. um, uh, an episode where you talked about matchmaking for uh, tinder for uh, companies or businesses tinder for startups yeah for start we, actually, <laughs> we actually have a hack and talk tonight yeah so after this podcast i go directly into tinder for oh. startups which we do nice. once every wednesday yeah <laughs> well yeah. i i would i have called uh, this program like that also because we do much well, eu level <laughs> on the EU, that's right you get to to check out all the startups in europe so you're like a new entrepreneur and you want to go out of Germany. So you check out our IT tool, you apply, you check out our IT tool and you, and you look for what kind of company you're looking at. So maybe you're like a computer scientist or you're like engineering and you want something in manufacturing, look for it, you know, talk with, and then you get to talk with the, with the host entrepreneur, talk, uh, get like a, an activity plan, a commitment, and, and you're done. It's like this program will let uh, you for one to six months have like an experience of managing and uh, having like a startup experience. It's wow. cool. So yeah, it really is something for everybody, right? So do you, you help facilitate finding the right startup? So when you get an application and I, I'm interested in med tech, for example, or whatever, I would apply for your program. And do you only accept applications for Unternehmertum from Germany or who can apply? Uh, well, we, we handle uh, German applicants, uh, both new entrepreneurs and host entrepreneurs. Okay, cool. And, and we help uh, match like uh, exterior from, from the outside of here. They want right. So if you're a host entrepreneur and you're looking for a new entrepreneur to like uh, give experience and help out, then we match them with, some, with somebody from outside that would come and and help them and of course the new entrepreneurs they get a, a small stipend for their like uh, living expenses aha it's a key yeah. point so they get some <laughs> some some support for for traveling and for 
expenses for food and stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah, of course. And, and horse entrepreneurs, they don't have to like pay anything to be able to have this exchange of experiences and, and knowledge. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, it's always good to have like inter international connections. Always, who knows? Maybe this new entrepreneur will make this startup where that will be like uh, help you. Like it will synchronize you. It will be like uh, I don't know. Maybe you can have like a partnership together. Okay. So there are like future possibilities always. And just uh, if you are motivated to like give experience and give knowledge, this is like the program for you also. So we have like these two target groups right now. Cool. So you obviously have other partners then across Europe that do the same for say Ireland or the UK or uh, other partner pro partner countries of Erasmus, right? And then you have yes. the connections basically for finding the other hosts or other teams from other countries that want to come to Germany and then connect with these kind of host German startups, yes. right? Yes, to sum oh sorry. No. To summarize it, it's um you can either be the host entrepreneur in Germany and you um act as a mentor for a new entrepreneur comes from abroad to Germany and the new entrepreneur from Germany will be sent to another country to a partner of us and they will organize the match them with a host entrepreneur in their country okay cool. yeah and one more thing is also that this is not a kind of an internship for the new entrepreneurs it should be really a project they work on and a real um yeah win-win situation the new entrepreneur should and also the host entrepreneur should think outside of box um yeah and each of them can um can have advantages of this exchange because the new entrepreneur perhaps have, have has the new spirit the new startup spirit and is very motivated and the host entrepreneur can act as a mentor can um, show the new entrepreneur um, how a good business can run yeah, and this is the main fact about this exchange thing and yeah it depends you can you can be there for one Um, oh, yeah, we just lost you for a second, Anna. Sorry, yeah, did you just say the last okay. sentence again? No, it's fine. Yeah. Just say the last sentence again. Sorry. What did I say? <laughs> um, yeah, it can either important. be one one month or up to six months. Um, ah, okay. Yeah, and I got a question yesterday from one person. Um, oh, but what is if I'm still working as an employee? Um, can I also do this? because I have a good idea and I want to be a new entrepreneur. And yeah, and you can split the stays um, in one week slots, but um, it should be one month in a whole um, okay. as a minimum. So you, yeah. So you can do like one week, take a break, yeah. do another week, but you need to so, stay there for approximately a minimum. Of a month. Yeah. So perhaps you use your vacation, your regular vacation to do yeah. this, but yeah. But it's good that you have the flexibility because that's actually one of the biggest issues of startups maybe when they're joining an accelerator or whatever that you know maybe they don't have three months to give or they're not ready to jump in without any mm -hmm. funding and commit to like a three-month program right it can also mm -hmm. be quite difficult but at the same time you know if you're a student and if you time it correctly uh, or if you're a young entrepreneur and you have a break then you can take a two three-month period during the summer mm -hmm. or whatever and go off and live yeah. in a foreign country and learn from someone who's already uh, built a successful startup in that country it's pretty uh, pretty good experience and i think uh, vice versa from 
from these startups that are successful to these host startups that would basically mentor the, the younger entrepreneurs. I think that's also really good. I mean, I think there's a lot of value in mentorship. Um, we actually get contacted a lot with our programs uh, from other startups that you know already maybe had an exit or they've been quite successful and they've been running for a few years and now they, they're leaving the company because it's been taken over and kind of scaling to a new level and they mm -hmm. want to give back. You know, they always want to share their insights, uh, share all the, the pain <laughs> that they <laughs> went through. <laughs> Particularly if you're in the field of med tech going for a certification, <laughs> it's definitely a big pain. Um, yeah, so this is this is really good. And I think I've heard a lot of wise people talk about, you know, how if you want to learn something, you should learn to teach it. You know, if you want to understand something, you should try and pass on that knowledge to someone else. Maybe you learn something too, anyway. Yeah. So and for me like this program if you're like a new entrepreneur it's like a way of getting out of your comfort zone because it's like the best way to learn and uh actually get to know what kind of real world problems you you'll find because if you i mean yeah you can like start your startup around here but if you actually go to another country that you don't know your senses will be like on point you will have to like actually uh have everything um like um uh, you have to check out what all the problems you will have starting with a startup. While if maybe you're in your comfort zone, maybe you'll say, oh, okay, um, it's not going so well, I'll just go back to what I'm doing. You know? Yeah. And what, what stage do the startups need to be at? Because my feeling is that uh, it's a really good like first step for startups, right? Because you know, so many people have an idea, but they never really like act on it. So mm -hmm. you know, this is a good way for them to kind of immerse themselves and really give the idea a chance to be able to to develop. So, do they have to have like a pitch deck, or or how do they actually apply? Like, what's the the level of preparation that they need to have done? For the so idea? you can just send us a business plan. You don't need yeah. to have like anything started, and you can just apply for the program. And from there on, you can uh, you'll know where to go. Uh, you can have your own pro uh, your own stuff. You can have had uh, the program uh, the start for like at least two years, because if it's three years, then you won't be a new entrepreneur. I mean, uh, it's like for almost all the startups, maybe not if you're like growing or mature, but definitely if you want to start and you want to like get it going, get some experience, uh, maybe you're a bit stuck, you don't know where to go, it's like a program for you. Yeah. And like on the other side, if you're a host entrepreneur, uh, the requirements are of course, like you have to be a, a SME. Uh, founded already. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you have to have like the space and, and, and the time for the new entrepreneur. Yeah, which is quite important. Yeah. yeah. Recently, I received an email from an interested person. Um, he asked me, okay, um, actually, I wanted to be a host entrepreneur, but um, first I want to get more insights and workshops about financial counseling. And then I, it would be nice to offer my mentoring skills um, as a host entrepreneur. And yeah, and then we talked or we, we chatted about that. And then he asked, okay, perhaps first I can be the new entrepreneur anyway. And next year I will be the host entrepreneur. Yeah, and this is also possible. And I like this conversation. About That's the really cool. So yeah, it's like complete flexibility, right? <laughs> no point in stressing out if you don't feel like you're ready yet. You can just go take advantage yeah. of the program and and take part as a participant yeah, yeah. that's really because cool because he's still um or he's already a co-founder of an on and startup um yeah yeah i think he has, has, if, has experience if you do the the program and like 
you don't have like those three years of experience, you can be like the new entrepreneur, learn, you get to grow. And then like, when once you go get those three years of experience and you have like uh, an SME, it's like uh, it has space and you want to give back, then it's like perfect. It's like the cycle of life. Cool. That's fantastic. No, it's really, really beautiful. It's uh, it's great that you kind of don't actually have to also like manage a program as such, but rather just let uh, the be the connector between these two parts mm-hmm. and let them kind of figure out what they would like to do as well. So that's really super. Yeah, great. Yep. And um, it's like most things like with startups, like sometimes it's just you need to get to know more people, just need to like get the network, get the, get the connection. 100%. I think the networking and having the right mentor to like drive a startup is, I think it's one of the key things that any startup would, would be looking for. And I think also for people that are maybe like they have a small team and they're looking to expand uh, and bring new co-founders in, that's always good to get a chance to leave the country and get exposed to like new markets and new ideas and new people um, and join some, some events in different countries. It's going to definitely be hugely advantageous for them. Yeah, right. but that's the thing with the program. It's like flexible. It, it, at the end of the day, like after you get all the experience and all the knowledge, um, you get to decide what to do. You get like a, a much clearer idea, of course. Right. Okay. Yeah, cool. and it was also very flexible in this Corona situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had contact with a few participants, and it's it's very good to hear that they are still um, working and this things are going on also with this special situation yeah right. yes yeah, so, so with that yeah i was going to talk with um with this girl called christina that was the girl that i was going to do the, the interview the video interview oh, yeah, the video right yeah mm. that was going to be in robot cloud it's a startup that right now is working with uh, ai machines and they were going to do a little bit a little thing up with food and there was going to be like a, an interview with her so now she had to go back to her country, but they've been able to work through remote. And since it's robot and AI and some programming, so there's been no like mm, big effect. Maybe, of course, you're not in the office, you're not with the coworkers, but at the end of the day, you can still do your work and you can still get some experience. Mm -hmm. And I mean, working through a crisis is sort of like another way of of improving yourself. I mean, I think in the future, one of the uh, questions we'll ask future employers is how did you handle the COVID-19 crisis? Like, what did you do? <laughs> For so the I, recruiting, I, you mean? <laughs> I think you, you, you've seen those things on LinkedIn as well, right? Like, who is responsible for innovation in your company? It's like CTO, CEO, and then coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but it's very nice. To, they, they also answered or um, gave, gave us feedback that it's not only good for the knowledge this program but also for the soft skills like um, Mm. improving the language and the communication skills and yeah especially now in this remote situation or corona um time yeah they have to handle this in another country with new people with a new environment or ecosystem yeah i think this is very good for the self-development. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the number one thing as well is also to be to be able to speak about your idea to different people. Um, because the more you communicate it, I think the better your your way of communicating it becomes, right? So it's like too many people, I feel, uh, keep the ideas in their heads and uh, they keep going over and over and over in the head. But as soon as you have to verbalize it or give a presentation or 
explain it to someone and that's when you get the feedback that can probably make your idea better right so this is a really good opportunity to develop those skills yeah. Yeah, cool. so so basically then any any startup that's in germany um, that is under three years of experience approximately would be able to apply and this goes from someone who's already got a startup all the way to someone who has a little more than an idea but at least they have like a business plan or some kind of idea about how they could make a business out of their idea right yeah so that would be the new entrepreneur yeah right the new entrepreneur so they would apply to go and visit another country is it all mm -hmm. of europe or is there like a there's probably a list of the partner erasmus countries on the website right yeah so right now it's uh, all of europe as long as there's a willing host uh, entrepreneur in that country right. And of course, like uh, depending on which country, you get like a different stipend. Like okay. uh, Germany and Denmark would be like the highest one, and then maybe something like Albania. So everyone should go there right now, Joe. Oh, that's <laughs> based on the means, the standard of living, I guess, right? Of course. And but well, if you have disabilities, you will get like the full stipend. Doesn't matter where you're going, of course. Perfect. And, um, yeah. Okay, super. And then on the other end, on the other side, if you're in a startup who's already successful and working for more than three years here in Germany and you want to give back a little bit, maybe uh, add a bit of fresh blood and new ideas into your startup, you can uh, apply as well through Unternehmertum and uh, Team International to be able to host uh, a startup or someone from a different country across Europe, right? Mm -hmm. nice. and, and you can talk about what kind of like characteristics you're looking for, you know, if you're looking right. for like uh, computer sciences. Of course, this is like a very tech-focused program. Right. And uh, like a lot of like our success stories that we're getting out of our entrepreneurs right now, it's like they're quite positive because of course they, if they were working in engineering or working in programming, so uh, human contact is not as necessary or you can really like, yeah, it's not like if you work in services, you have to be like with, with people all the time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and I feel like it's a bit more like resilient to this kind of crisis. Like mm -hmm. I was talking with Stefan, one of our host entrepreneurs, and he's the one with the AI machine that's cool. uh, with, uh, with, the, with food. So he, he was talking about how this could be a very good opportunity for their startup since uh, this could be like, um, people will have to contact each other less. So having an AI machine actually doing the food for you will be like, a good opportunity, uh, a good uh, way. Hmm. And then, yeah, Sorry about that. Oh. I've disappeared for a second. The joys of doing a podcast with a cat that wants to go in and out of the box. Apologies. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but that's, um, that's really, really cool. So I think um, yeah. having a program that can also uh, be flexible enough to be able to adapt to the times is, is super, super important. So. Um, yeah. That's great. So, um, do you have any other hosts uh, uh, or host, not host, but success stories uh, from um, not just a host, but maybe also a startup or something like that that you want to share? Oh, uh, well, it's uh, since it's uh, new entrepreneurs and host entrepreneurs will will basically get uh, those kind of two stories, um, and then apart from that, uh, the startups that do like uh, do well uh, during like the course of like whatever, five, 10 years, we will like get back to them, of course. Cool. Yeah. There's also like another platform that you can use with success stories to be able to kind of promote the startup if they are successful. So they don't just gain uh, the mentorship and chance to visit another country, but they'll also, if they do well, yeah, there'll be like a follow-up that if the startup was founded and they released their product on the market or whatever, it's like an extra bit of promotion for them, right? 
Yeah, that's it. Then maybe they get invited to more events. Maybe Unite. Uh, it's it's um, all yeah, more. full yeah. circle, right? <laughs> that's it. That's it. Or oh, delegations also. Some of them have like the opportunity to either talk or pitch. So it's. Uh, I feel like it's a very complete program. Okay. Super. That's great. Sorry, Anna. I think I interrupted you. Did you want to say something else? No, I only wanted to add that there are a lot of or there. Are host entrepreneurs we give the opportunity to host more than one new entrepreneur they can be in our network or stay in our network um yeah and they can host more of them that's possible okay yeah, and it's, i think this is also nice to to get very different characters with different cultural backgrounds and yeah and to find out more about the german or the barbarian ecosystem no, and the cool. application is possible the whole year. It doesn't depend on a real uh, fixed date or okay. yeah. That's actually quite unique, like right? That. Most most programs have a deadline. Yeah, <laughs> there is no deadline. Um, anyway, at the moment, uh, it was a little bit difficult to start, but yeah, since traveling is possible again now, it's possible to apply for this. Okay, super, great. So are there, uh, are there any more points uh, that you would like to address or do you want to give like a, uh, I don't know, a short summary of uh, where people can go to find the information or uh, what else would you like to say about the program? Um, yeah, well, you. If you're interested in, in the program, of course, uh, search for I, the Rational for Young Entrepreneurs program. EYE, right? EYE, yeah, okay. in, in, in your local Google. Uh, visit our homepage in Team International, um, which will probably link like down here or somewhere around here. It'll be it'll be somewhere, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, they could yeah. be listening on the podcast audio only, so they won't see you pointing. But I'll just describe it now. Adrian is pointing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the application process is like very easy. It's very quickly. I mean, it's very quick. I mean, if you've done your CV and you have like a, your business plan, you're you're already there. Yeah, and if you're not sure at the moment you can also read through our success stories on the home page um, oh great yeah, there is I'll another sure flyer to, to that. yeah, that, yeah. I mean, it's always helpful for people to see like you know uh, other startups that have maybe gone through the program yeah. the testimonials always work pretty well right? yeah and there will be also our email address or our contact if there are more questions and um, everybody can contact us yeah, definitely. I mean, and has been doing like a good job with the, writing the articles for the success stories. Super. And like, if, and if you need to like contact any of us, it's uh, Anna, me, Adrian, or Katerina. And I'm sure like the contact email will be around there. And you just need to ask us any question. If you have like any doubts about anything about the program, we're always there to, to solve you and support you. Okay, super. That's great. So yeah, I'll, I'll link the main page on, on the name of Tomb International website for the EYE program. So I guess your contact information will be listed there, right? Yes. That's someone from your team at least. Yeah, Anna's, Anna's contact and Katarina's contact will be there. Okay. So don't worry about that and just Perfect. contact them whenever you need. At night at 2 a.m. if you're having the sweats because you're talking. It's a 24, 24-7 uh, call service, is it? <laughs> Careful what you're Let's offering. Let's talk you. later yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be getting phone calls from startups uh, from all over the world, huh? Any time of the day. Huh. It's cool. It's really funny. I was doing doing a hackathon recently with some guys from India, but of course, you know, there's a, there are a few hours ahead. 
So yeah. it's actually quite interesting. You could get a phone call at like midnight, your time, no. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. No, but that's super. Um, is there anything that we left out or anything that uh, people should know? Uh, or anything that we forgot to mention about the Erasmus program because it, it's really great to get this insight. Uh, I think it's unique, you know, in a sense that you can apply anytime. Uh, also, that it's it's you know involving all of Europe, uh, so you really have a really nice choice to pick. I suppose kind of a a random country or maybe a country that you're looking to enter the market with, which would, which could be extremely useful. Um, and the fact that you give a chance for other startups to be able to give back as a host. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think this is really fantastic. But um, yeah, any last minute uh, tips or anything else that we, we forgot to discuss during the podcast? I've, I feel that uh, we've given like the technical details, like um, right. they're pretty clear, but definitely this is the kind of program if you want to like challenge yourself and like uh, you're not only going to a new country in which you don't know like maybe the laws or the culture because maybe you go to a new country with a different like coffee culture and that surprises you and you will learn something from that. But, um, I'm, I'm sure Alan knows a lot about uh, yeah. coffee culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, I just heard dropping, about that. Dropping the coffee there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll have to extend the podcast for another 30 minutes, I think, to down <laughs> in, in depth. No, I mean, the only thing I would tell from, from my side, I, I've never done the, the Erasmus Year for Young Entrepreneurs program, but um, I, I, did, I was involved with a program that had partners in France. Um, so it was like an innovation program in the university. And I, I try to create a startup as a spin-off from that program. So for me, that was kind of like my Erasmus, my EYE program, because mm -hmm. I had partners that were really good um, uh, in, um, in Paris, actually, and they were able to support me with developing like a business plan, a business model. And because of that connection with the project for the year, um, I had an opportunity to present and pitch the idea a lot in like the French ecosystem, which, you know, first of all, was quite weird because mostly they, they do their events in French. So I was like the one Irish guy rocking up and presenting his idea in English. So uh, I got the attention, although I don't know what, whether that was a good or a bad thing, presenting in English. But I, I will say having that experience of ideas and perspectives and validating the, the concept and stuff from, like, say, French people compared to where I was developing the idea, which was in Germany, um, that was super helpful. And, you know, my host entrepreneurs was basically this... Uh, um, a center, kind of a cluster that were supporting different startups and different companies within Paris region. And that was really fantastic because they were so experienced and they just always gave a different perspective. You know, you know I was working in medtech, so the, the, the reimbursement system with healthcare services is different in Paris and in France compared to, to Germany. So it's good to know that you're, you don't always have to launch your product where you're developing it, right? Maybe the best market for you to launch is France, France or maybe it's uh, in Ireland, or maybe it's in Netherlands, right? And uh, I think a lot of people get focused that we want to launch in the German market. If you're if you're focused here in Germany, or if you're if you're in Spain, you think you have to launch here in in, in Spain. But uh, I think your program, uh, given that opportunity for exchange, means that you you know before you make the jump, uh, you can actually explore another market and uh, learn from someone who's actually developed and launched a product in that country. So I think it's really super. So that's my one my ten cents. Not the Ara an Erasmus success story, but it's uh, at least kind of an exchange program. Uh, I think there's a lot of advantage that comes from these type of, uh, yeah. of opportunities. Thanks. Oh, but definitely. I mean, the, this kind of program really gives you like an international mindset and yeah. uh, that you 
don't have to like stay put in one place to be successful or you don't have to like open it uh just start right next door maybe it can be like in france it could be in Ireland, as you said i mean for me my, i did do i did do like an erasmus program oh, right. at an island in cork and oh, that was when you went to ireland right I, I remembered you went to ireland but i wasn't sure if it was erasmus or not okay yeah uh, but that was like in in 2012 uh and and it was like in the onset of like a more digital digital media so that sort of like helped me to learn to learn how to do things so it's not only important to learn but you also have to like know what to do what are the resources you can get what kind of um i know books or mentors you can right. learn from yeah so i feel like this kind of program actually like expands your the way you can like absorb information yeah yeah, I think also the fact that you're kind of like exclusively exposed to be working on that project uh, for that time that you're there in the Erasmus country, or in your case, like Cork, probably helps as well, right? Because most people that are developing an idea would probably have something else on the side. So or the idea is on the side and then they have their job or they have like a, a, the studies that they're doing. So I think being able to like break it and go and do like a month or two months or whatever you did in Cork, and uh, must have been really nice to be able to do a bit of a deep dive, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're only thinking about the project and about uh, living. You know, you're about getting a nice apart a good apartment. Uh... And trying to understand the Cork accent, which was oh, yeah. uh, quite <laughs> difficult. It's interesting, Mike. <laughs> Anna, have you ever you've never yeah. visited south, uh, southwest of Ireland, no? No, I never was in Ireland. Um, oh, no. <laughs> but I, yeah, I should. Yeah, it's, it's my next travel plan. Good. Yeah, but for entrepreneurship, I went to an entrepreneurship center in um, in North Carolina. In oh wow, Carolina. cool. Um, yeah, and this was also very nice to see how it works there, and the ecosystem is totally different. And it was years ago, and it's much more easier than in Germany. So this was my first expect um, yeah impression. And then now I see Munich, and this is also a very big startup hub, but in Germany, it's not so um, close to the um, smaller towns or regions, which are not close to the big cities. And um, yeah, it, it's very good that Germany is also um, developing in this way. Yeah. Um, uh, innovative. Do you, do you think that that perspective for you was like an important part of your life that kind of shaped things? So like experiencing things in North Carolina was probably uh like a little bit of a shifting point for you right to, to see yeah, like, oh this is how it could be yeah i think so it was also during my studies and um during studies it's it's easier to to um yeah taste <laughs> this kind yeah. of thing um yeah perhaps i'm not the person who want to be uh, an entrepreneur on my own but i really like the spirit and um i think we totally need this kind of people who have this spirit and have ideas um yeah for a new business idea and with the Erasmus for young entrepreneurs you have the practical and the financial support so it's very very good to apply for this and yeah to yeah to try it to try this um idea and to use this opportunity yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're like thinking about it, like this is the best way to like, okay, stop now. You can do it. You can like yeah. stop and just do it now. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's very few programs out there that would be for this early of a stage for an idea. 
that gives them both a little bit of funding for a stipend mm -hmm. to travel, but also then supports them with finding the direct mentors that they can actually yeah. take it to the next level. So this is really, really a, a unique part. I had a quick question. So can startups, uh, or sorry, the young entrepreneurs that are applying that want to select a host, can they select a host in advance? Or is it like they apply first and they have like a topic area where they're, where they're working in? So the, the, the topic area of their startup. And then they, with you, if they're accepted, they will find the correct host. So like once you're, you've applied and we've like accepted you and all of that, like um, you get to have like a list uh, of, of all the host entrepreneurs and just check out what kind of uh, sectors, what kind of like areas they are working in and you just choose which is like your, your preferred area. It could be like, you could like uh, filter it by country, you can filter it by sectors they're working in, you can filter it by the languages they speak in. So it's okay. very it's very flexible. It, it's a long list, so you'll be looking for a few hosts, but I mean, it's good to have uh, different like uh, opportunities and different choices. Yeah. But this is after the application process, right? So after they've been accepted, yeah. they'll be able to see the list, right? Yeah, they will. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. No, it's good. I mean, I think it's, it's important that even when startups are applying for an accelerator that they do their homework, right? That they actually pick the right accelerator, the right incubator, or in this case, the right host that would be suitable for what they, uh, they want to mm -hmm. achieve and what they want to learn. And as always, it's very flexible for both, for both the new entrepreneur and the host entrepreneur. None of them are like um, obligated to, do, to continue with the exchange if they don't want to. If, they're, if they've been talking and they say, oh, maybe your skills are not like right for this startup, maybe you should do another startup, then you're not obligated to go on with it. You can like stop whenever you want, right? It's, yeah. and you need to get like the best match you want for both the, the new entrepreneur and the host entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, it's good. No, it's good that you give them a bit of time to do their homework and to search through that long list. Because <laughs> I think that match is really important. It's almost like not quite as important, but as like on the same level as like finding the right co-founder, right? You gotta, you gotta make sure the match is perfect so that they kind of both speak the same language and think the same way. But uh, this is a very effective program because uh, all the new entrepreneurs and the host entrepreneurs that have matched each other that have gone through the trouble to look have like a 90, 95% like success rate. They've been like, uh, it's been a successful match, it's been a successful, wow. uh, successful exchange. And, and we feel that um, as long as you check out what you want and you, you, you know what you're looking for, it'll, it'll be successful. Cool. That's fantastic. That's a really high success rate, <laughs> for sure. So definitely, definitely apply. Um, okay, super, guys. Um, thank you very much for all the information. I think it's really cool. I, I definitely learned a lot about uh, the program. I definitely didn't know that you can uh, be accepted as a host. So I think if we ever have any successful startups that come looking to mentor people or to give back, I'll definitely send them your way as well because we do, as I said, get a lot of people that want to mentor uh, younger startups that are just starting and stuff like that. So, and that's a great uh, place to, to to direct people towards the Erasmus uh, Young Entrepreneurs Program. Awesome. And I think, of course, as we said multiple times, it, it's really a fantastic opportunity for people to uh, be able to travel to a new country, to experience a new ecosystem, um, and uh, to be able to be exposed to uh, a cool mentor that's uh, hopefully going to be a perfect match for them to move forward. So, awesome. That's great. Yeah. Thank thanks you. for having us yeah no thank you very <laughs> much the first very podcast nice. with two two guests actually so it's a it's a world wow. record a world <laughs> premiere so no but thank you very much um and i uh, really appreciate your time and i hope that uh, we get a lot of people that get some value out of this uh, 
podcast. I'm sure they will because I think it's uh, always hard to explain programs. Always better to do kind of an interview or to, to do a video uh, or audio to be able to explain it in a bit more detail. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you yeah. very much. Thank and, you. Uh, thank you. Have a wonderful evening. Yeah. Wonderful evening. Bye. Bye. Good. <laughs>